Hello, Kyle. How are you? You welcome. You're welcome to Ross FM Sport. How are you? Hi, I'm, I'm not too bad. Thanks. thanks. Thanks for having me. No problem at all. It's great to have you. Thanks very much. And we'd like to welcome to the li- the listeners to another interview on Ross FM Sport. And it's, it's something uh, so, something different this time. We'd like to welcome uh, we'd like to welcome Kyle Scott uh, to this interview. It's a recorded interview, and uh, Kyle Scott Kyle Scott is um, a performance analyst with Doncaster Knights. So, yeah, I suppose we start off the interview, uh, Kyle, with uh, telling us how, how you got into it and uh, how, yeah. how your interest, how your interest in sport came about. Well, like from a young age, I always enjoyed watching any type of sport, really, um, particularly rugby and football. I usually just watched it with my dad. I uh, started playing rugby from a young age and then up to, up to the age of 19 and onwards. Uh, so I decided uh, after school I wanted to go to college and study some sports. Uh, so I studied sports and exercise fitness. So this kind of um, this kind of just allowed me to go to university Uh and then study a BSc in sports coaching, in which some of the modules that were introduced on the course um, led me to kind of understand what performance analysis was, and I actually really enjoyed it. So I kind of got the opportunity at the Newcastle Falcons, uh, in which I went to university in Newcastle, um, kind of to kind of just like go out and spectate the academy and look at how their system worked. Uh, so I began just filming training matches for them, really. And then this, I kind of knew that after this point, this is kind of what I wanted to do in order to work within elite sports. So fast forward three more years and at university, I had gained like really good experience working alongside the academy, mostly the first team. And it really helped me develop my skills and what I wanted to do. So yeah, getting experience was essential really. Uh, and then this kind, of, um, this kind of employed me with uh, a company called Insight Analysis. Uh, they basically just do data collection for like the England rugby football union teams across of England. Um, and now I'm really just complete my master's in performance analysis, which has allowed me to, yeah, start my new placement at Doncaster Knights. That's very good. So how, how long have you been with Doncaster Knights now? So I've only recently started at Doncaster Knights. Um, I'm due to start actually on 1st of November due to COVID restrictions. However, before Doncaster, I was at Newcastle for about, Two and a half, three years. Very good. And uh, I suppose, what aspect of it do you do you enjoy the most? Um. So I, I like you know, I like the 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 thing I like most is just um watching the teams and seeing uh, any patterns that occur and uh what what opportunities there is for players to develop as them and themselves and what they can do to become better in themselves uh, in order to play better and basically just helping the coaching staff out to create a better structure for their system in order to win and improve teams overall. Um, yeah, I enjoy the camaraderie of uh, team sports as well, especially within the elite setting. I enjoy winning and I like, I like the winning mentality. That's it. And I suppose, really, tell us a little bit about uh, your, your, your day-to-day schedule, I suppose, on... on uh, your everyday training session as your yeah. daily uh, schedule, first of all. So, like, you would have to get to the club quite early, so you would, um, it's always an early start for analysis because there's plenty of work to be doing. So, usually in the mornings, depending on what day it is um, or when your match has been or when your training is, you'd have a team meeting. So, on that day, um, you would talk about what training would be doing and what would be involved. 
then I would mostly spend the morning uh, either filming split groups between and rugby the forwards or the backs. Uh, yet again, depending on what the coaches want to work on with them, uh, maybe particular towards something that's going to be used within the, the weekend for the match or the weekday. Um, after the morning session, you might go and clip up your training that you just uh, you just recorded for the coaches in order to break it down and paint a better picture for them of what's going on and what's happening. Um, and then... Yeah, you might code some other matches as well. For example, for like the academy, are looking for some talent identification for, you know, other teams that are playing within the same uh, the same tournament as you or the same uh, the same league, in order to scout players for the next season that you know might be beneficial towards your team. Uh, and then when within the afternoon time, uh, you might go through your team run with uh, with the, with uh, the whole team, including the substitutions and the reserves and the coaches. And this is just basically for preparation for the weekend for the match or the weekday. Just as I say, depending on which day it is. Uh, and then yeah, when it gets to the matches, again get to the club early just to set up your equipment. It's nice to be, you know, there early to get get everything ready and be prepared. Uh, you would just simply film the match, um, and then you would have to complete the process of coding the match in order to collect the data for the coaches, um, and this basically just helps uh, enhance individual performances and team performances, and yeah, this has to be completed within a given time period. That's it, and as with your role, I suppose when when you're uh, doing the analysis or talking to players, is is it collectively or individually? Um, this is this is the thing. Um, this is the argument between them. Um, what is the role of the performance analysis? And a lot of the time now, uh, as analysis, I'm not really getting a lot of time to talk to the players. Uh, you know collectively and it's a little bit more individually yes we would like to be a bit more collective and a bit more on the pitch and um, however we're basically transcribing the information that we collect through the data in order to give the coach so they give it to them in a more collective group so um yeah it kind of balances out the argument between what is the role of the analysis and um what what should we do what should we be doing to understand the role and make it better as a team or as an individual and I suppose you're you're scheduled then on a match day. Uh, what's your involvement on a match day? Yeah. So, um, as I said before, you would just basically go to the match and you rec- you would record the match. Um, you would also, if you wanted to do it live as well, you could code some matches live. Uh, um, for what coding is coding is basically just uh, using softwares on your laptop, which is faded through uh live footage. That's the one of the analysis. For example, there could be one analysis recording the match, and a second analysis. Basically, it's described like playing a video game almost. So we've got like a coding table with all different um, with all different labels and definitions and variables of what the guys are doing on the pitch. And basically, we're just clicking them uh, when we see something happening, and we can get give this live information uh, to the coach in order to if if a, a common occurrence is happening, and we can give this as I say to one of the head coaches in order to maybe give it to halftime, saying this is what you're doing well and this is what you're not doing well. So we do have quite a lot of involvement within the live match day, um, especially with uh, because the coach can't perceive the match with the naked eye, whereas we can go back and look at the footage through the recorded uh, live uh, stream that's being sent through to our laptops. So that's it, because I suppose really uh, throughout the match, maybe the, the, the coach might be making notes or whatever, mm-hmm. his own notes, and when it goes in at half time, then 
I suppose he can match the your analysis to what he's looking for or to his nose that oh that this is what the lads did this is what this player did right and this is what that player did wrong. Yeah, definitely. And um again it's 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 an interesting one because it's saying this is what we are and we're we're basically uh, looking to be a wider discipline rather than just an aid of a coach we want to be more of a hands-on coach rather than just like the computer geek sat in the back of the of the room you know what i mean so yeah definitely we we do like to be hands-on with things and um give the coaches the the most reliable and meaningful information is the most important thing that we talk about it has to be valid and reliable and meaningful uh, because there's no point in like sending across information to players that's wrong that's going to mislead them and send them the, and send them in the wrong direction essentially that's it and I suppose really do you have anything to do with you know the, the way the players um, the way the players have uh, sat navs on their in their in their shirts for during the match and the uh, you know the mm-hmm. amount, the mm-hmm. amount of space, um, the amount of space, yeah, ran and all that, all those statistics. Do you, do you marry that into your statistics and what you do, and how does that work? Um, yeah, we we can use the GPS stuff. Um, that's the GPS stuff is usually associated with the strength and conditioning staff. However, um. As I say, as the as the performance analysis role is starting to develop a little bit more now, we like to kind of work with um more areas than just the performance analysis uh, staff. So yeah, for my dissertation on my for my undergrad university, uh, this I actually use GPS alongside performance analysis, and I kind of looked at um the training patterns and movement patterns and how that might affect match day uh, scenarios and um, it's really interesting because uh, the GPS stuff is really 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 well worked it's it can track players movement on and off the pitch and um, basically just tells us how hard they're working or how hard how hard they need to work more of in order to like um, benefit their exercises or their you know match day rituals that they're they're needing to do to do but um yeah we do work a little bit with the gps stuff um and it does give us very good information that can be used um maybe when assessing players uh players performances throughout the months we don't really use it often but it can be used it well it just depends on if what the club really like prefers they like to do it monthly if they like to do it weekly you know what i mean but yeah, GPS is used within most training sessions. But as I say, it's mostly involved with the strength and conditioning staff and not the performance analysis staff. But we would like to be more involved with that as well. That's it, because I suppose really it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of key too for players maybe that that's uh, come back from uh, from injuries mm-hmm. as a sports therapist myself. Um, you know, when you're dealing with players, especially at a professional level, you don't want to bring them. You don't want to bring them in too quickly. You want to kind of maybe analyze how their training is going, and uh, you know what they're able to do and what they're not able to do. So I suppose, yeah. um, where yourselves and the strength and conditioning come together, um, you know, to keep an eye on on players on, on a player coming back from injury, mm-hmm. so that I suppose between the two, between yourselves. And and also the physio that you can decide, yeah, this player is ready to come back and can take, you know, because the player when he comes back he might be only about for, we say, 
the last 20 minutes mm-hmm. or, you know, decide what you can play the last 20 minutes or play a full game or come on at halftime, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. How does that yeah, definitely, do because that? we don't want to be rushing our players back into, you know, full-time matches. We want to bring them on when it's most, uh, most suitable for them because, you know, we don't want to over-injure our players. We want to, like, maintain their fitness uh, and, you know, their performances, uh, especially within the younger groups such as the academy. I think it's important to kind of um, look at uh, the biomechanical movements and uh, the analysis of their, you know, their, their, their development because at the end of the day, you know, they're the players that we're going to need in the future. And within that age, it's the most important time for development and learning. So, yeah, definitely. And I suppose really uh, because of the role as well, you have to be fairly, uh, you have to be well uh, tech- technically minded as well. Mm-hmm. And I suppose uh, you, using the um, you, using the equipment and using the software on the, compu- on the computer, what's that Yeah, like? so the performance analysis software that we use in the computer, um, the one that I've mostly used is known as Sports Code. That is the most well-known one for um, elite sporting clubs around the world. Um, but basically these softwares have been developed uh, and it can be used within research and applied performance analysis. Um, understanding how the softwares work with the data collection systems can help uh, the analysis ability to create like their interface or their systems. Um, and basically, for example, sports code, uh, if it's mostly used from an individual viewpoint. However, as an as analysis, I can create a code window, uh, which and I can capture real time behaviors uh, linked to a timeline of recorded footage, and it basically just gives me facilities such as uh, the matrix that might be able to I might be able to use pre or post match to to identify like data and like performance collections of each individual. So yeah, you kind of have to be uh, intact with it. So. It does take a lot of time, a lot of training to kind of um, get used to the softwares. Um, but at the end of the day, as I say, performance analysis is a very new, it's a new prospect. Even though it's, it was, you know, it was being used in the 19th century, it's, it still is a development uh, prospect. And it's really exciting, actually. That's it. And I suppose... Uh... You know, it's it, it's a very interesting it's a very interesting area, and uh, there is a, a you know a lot a lot of uh, professional clubs and a lot of sports use it. But I suppose from, from your point of view, um, how do how do you find the club to work for, and uh, you know you know what are the staff like, and I suppose you, you have the banter with the players as mm-hmm. well, and uh, I suppose that there's the times where you have to be mm-hmm. serious and you're, you're given the. You're given the the head coach all the the proper information, but do you, do you get to have a a bit of kind of banter with the with the head coach as well, or is it all kind of very serious and you just do the job and that's it? Yeah, or... it's the same as everywhere else, really. Um, a lot of people think when you go into an elite sporting environment that, well, as you as from my experience, I went into the, I start off in the new environments as you know quite serious and quite um. I'm quite not uptight, but I like to do my job effectively and efficiently. Um, and it's just as I say, it's it's the role of am- ambiguity, ambiguity, ambiguity. Sorry, ambiguity, and it's the unknown of um, you know, how am I going to get on well with the manager? How am I going to get on well with the players? But as I say, at the end of the day, it's the same as everyone else. As long as you get on with everybody, you can have a bit of crack there and then. But at the same time, you've got to understand your role, and you know. Uh, understand the players' concepts and the coaches' concepts and the managers, and 
just be in the right mind uh, mind frame at this at the right time, really. That's it, and I suppose really, uh, you're doing your masters mm-hmm. at the moment. So, uh, what what's your plans for the future, or what are you looking forward to when you when you have your masters? Um, I'm looking forward to getting an an elite and sporting uh, club, uh, preferably a rugby union club. Uh, I would just love to, you know, get in there, develop my own performance analysis and that a coach may be able to use uh, in order to improve their squad. And this is what I'm looking forward to doing with my placement now with Doncaster Knights. Uh, hopefully I'll be working alongside both the academy and the first team. So just getting the insights of, uh, you know, players and myself and other coaching staff and um, the the club that the Doncaster the club uh, they're in the championship at the moment. Um, hopefully we're we're going to try and push for you know, uh, Premiership promotion and that's that's kind of my aims. Uh, always to win and improve and you know get on well with the players, develop younger players. So yeah, uh, just developing players. Yeah, yeah. There's many, there's many aspects to it, I suppose. But I suppose. Um, you'd be lo- you'd be looking at it possible probably staying on at uh, Doncaster Knights because I suppose the head coach and all the staff as well as the players they become familiar yeah. with you as well and I suppose if if it's a combination that's working then why, why exactly that's it? it uh you know and once you get comfortable within a club that's when you can kind of start experimenting with more things and you know looking at different things uh and what's going to favor your um. Your 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 performance of things uh, such as uh, developing your own system uh, that might get you get you a bit more awareness of the club and the coach might say okay well this performance analysis is doing this I'm really enjoying what he's doing maybe we should give him more of a role or more freedom within his role if you understand what I mean yeah that's it and um, so yeah so it's uh, you're enjoy- you're enjoying working with working with the club and and things like yeah. that and. You know, hopefully, hopefully things will uh, will work out well for you. And uh, listen, we'd like to thank you very much for taking the time out to, no to the interview. And we'll uh, we'll we'll uh, hopefully catch up with you in in a few months. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me, and uh, good luck with yourself with what you're doing. And to anybody's listening, if you ever want to, you know, get in touch with me, uh, I'm sure we'll uh, we'll leave my email within this or LinkedIn somehow. Uh, and we can chat about performance analysis or if you're ever just looking for experience and how to get it, just drop me a message. That's it. So what are the contact details there if they want to just Kyle Knight on uh, LinkedIn and you can talk to some people from there or have you got an email address? Yeah, so like uh, my email address is kylescott19 hotmail.com and my LinkedIn is just uh, Kyle Scott. You'll be able to find me, I'm sure. Um, but yeah. No problem. Listen, thanks very much for your time and, uh, you know, be- best of luck with your Masters and we'll touch base No worries. Again Cheers, Aidan. Bye. No problem. Thanks very much. And that was Kyle Scott, performance analyst with, with um, 